right, everybody. Welcome to this week's Learning the Tropes. I'm Erin. I'm Clayton. And I'm your romance novel veteran. And I'm the virgin. And we're your hosts. Hi, Clayton. Hi, Erin. Hi. We get to start this all over again. Deja vu. I know. Listen, Mercury isn't even retrograde anymore, so there's really no excuse other than like maybe the Scorpio full moon, we could say. Uh but we were we just recorded for about 15 minutes, 20 minutes, and then I realized that I was not actually recording. And so <laughs> we have to start again. Yeah, we and we ju- we had just got done talking about how we forgot to pay our bill for Podbean <laughs> and we're not available <laughs> for two days. So things are going great. You know, things are going. Yes. And that's all we can ask for. Uh, but yeah, we did forget to pay our uh, bill for Podbean for two days. And we just neither of us noticed until today when I went to log in and realized that we needed to pay the bill. So everything should be set now. We released a really great episode on Friday. It was an interview with Vanessa King, who was really, really lovely. And her new book, A Certain Appeal, comes out yesterday. Um, so it is out now. Um, so if you guys weren't able to download that over the weekend, we're so sorry. And definitely go back and listen because it was a really fun interview. It was really wonderful to talk with her. And we really loved her book, A Certain Appeal. And so if you are into Pride and Prejudice retelling set in a burlesque call, go and pick that up now. And I know it's a bad look that we just started a Patreon and we stopped paying our bill, but but it, it did slip our minds we totally forgot about it. It won't happen again. Uh, but yeah, so it was a little bit embarrassing. They didn't email us. They should have emailed us. I don't know why they didn't do that. I don't know either. Someone it's, should have showed up uh, at my door. Yeah, exactly. You know, well, whatever. We tried. And, you know, we're only out here trying our best. And maybe that's why we needed the Patreon, because we're not paying our bills. <laughs> maybe. They didn't know how bad it was. <laughs> I know. Our listeners didn't Dire. know how bad it was. <laughs> <laughs> We're holding on by a thread, listeners. Absolutely. Also, something exciting, or talking about, you know, things that we say on the podcast. I genuinely, after we stop recording, completely forget everything that I said. So when people started in, uh, emailing us all about how they only have one tattoo, I was so confused. I liked the information, but I didn't really understand what they were responding to. <laughs> You're like, great, but who asked? <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, only one tattoo. That's fine. Great. Good for you. Well, I made I made a bold declaration that I did mm-hmm. not believe anybody on the planet had only one tattoo anymore. That is a statement that has been debunked. Uh, several times over by all the emails that we received. And we got a few, and I'm going to share a couple. And I'm going to share one first because they said that uh, we were free to share it on the pod or the mini so So we're going to do it. And mm-hmm. this email had the title, I only have one tattoo, a very similar title to a lot of other uh, emails we got. But this is from Danielle. And she said, I was listening to the latest episode, Payback's a Witch, in my car, and I finally became one of those people who talks at the radio, even though no one on the other end can hear me or respond. Please tell Clayton, I only have one tattoo. I got it when I was 19, and I'm 39 now. I'm not opposed to getting another tattoo, but I have not had a compelling enough reason to get inked again. And as Clayton said, my one tattoo is a shitty little thing, 
but I neither love it or hate it. It just is. So real quick, just to clarify, I did not refer to Danielle's tattoo specifically as shitty, <laughs> but I do understand what she means. It is a kind of, she just got it and it doesn't really mean anything to her. And I totally get that because the difference between a 19-year-old and a 39-year-old is just such a huge leap that it might just feel like a past life to have that thing, you know? Um, yeah. But she agrees with you, Aaron, in that she also enjoys tattoos on other people because her ex had a full back tattoo and she thought that was super sexy. Her husband also has no tattoos, but she also thinks he's super sexy. And she says, I can explain it. I can't. I'm sorry. She says, I can't explain it except that I might be a cliche and love the idea of the bad boy, but have experienced enough life to have married the opposite of that. It's still fun to see and fantasize about, especially in romance novels. Love the podcast. So she also adds some recs in there, which we'll definitely add to our list. But I love that. I think this mm -hmm. email really just encompasses what's so great about romance is that she can uh, have this marriage with this great guy with no tattoos, but then have that fantasy of tattooed bad boys, which is great. That's what romance is for. Exactly. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it's perfect. It's sort of like scratching those itches <laughs> of, yeah, if, if you wanting something different, you know, trying on different relationships for size every once in a while. Yeah. I think it's great. I also love uh, tattooed people and am married to somebody with zero tattoos. So I feel your pain, Danielle. Uh, we also got one from Natalia, who also said, I only have one tattoo, and mm -hmm. said that she got it when she was 18 as something to commemorate that birthday. Uh, her husband is very tattooed and says it doesn't even count because it's so small. But mm -hmm. she got it at a very sketchy tattoo shop on St. Mark's Place, which is – we've all been there. I mean – Sketchy places on St. Mark's, not necessarily get tattooed. But she said that. And then she also gave us a recommendation for another Omegaverse book. But it sounds very interesting. We'll have to look into it because we want to we wanna get back to the Omegaverse. Yeah. Yeah. We have been away from the Omegaverse for a while. And I think it would be exciting to step back in. I, so, I think we just love sure. the one we did so much, Slow Heat. That mm -hmm. I'm almost afraid of of reading one that I don't love as much, you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess that's always a possibility. But I think, we, you know, maybe if we go through another recommendation. I mean, we've read so many new species that I feel like. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got it. We got to see what's going on. And then we got a email from a listener. A listener we've heard from before, and I don't know if we she wants to us to say her name, but also because her husband's involved, we want to keep the anonymity. But she sent us a great picture of her husband's Grover tattoo, which I really loved because I loved Grover when I was a kid. I thought he was the funniest uh, character on Sesame Street because he obviously wanted to get into comedy at some point. I don't know if he ever ended up doing it, but he was the <laughs> funny one, especially when he would wait on tables and he was the worst waiter, I always thought that was really funny, and I modeled my behaviors when I worked in retail after Grover. So I really <laughs> like that. And then we got another one from Rachel who said that she only has one tattoo, and she got it a few years ago. Her brothers also only have one tattoo each, 
And they're not all the same tattoos, but they're tattoos that have something to do with their family. It represents their family, which I think is really, really cool. Yeah, that's nice. And they and and she said they're uh, they're all in their thirties and will probably get more tattoos in the future. Oh, she said, sorry, I will, but they probably won't. She may she may uh, move from the category of one tattoo to a couple or several tattoos. We'll see. Keep us updated, Rachel, please. <laughs> well, I love hearing about people's tattoos and I love seeing pictures of tattoos. I am very into tattoos in general. So if you also only have one tattoo and you want to tell us about your only tattoo, send in the email. We'll definitely read it for sure. And I would say send pics, but some tattoos are in areas that are not uh, shareable. So you don't have to, obviously. But like, if it's like, you know, like the Grover on an arm, those are cool. It's cool to see them. I, there's this book. If of, you're comfortable sharing a picture of your tattoo, then send it. But if you're not comfortable, that's okay. Oh, and obviously, don't. obviously, the comfort level is very important here. Uh, there's yeah. there's these books. I go to I go to this bookstore in in Brooklyn, and they always have these art books. And two of them are these Russian prison tattoo books, and oh. they are gnarly i don't know why i brought them up they came into my head and i would say (laughs) i don't recommend right don't recommend russian prison tattoos fair yeah i mean getting one and also looking at them because i'll flip through these it's one of those things like when i was a kid i hated scary movies but if a scary movie was on tv i'd always flick back to it kind of hoping not to see something scary but hoping to see something scary that weird that weird kind of, you know, uh, pushing on a bruise situation. And that's what I do with these tattoo books. I'll go in and I'll say, I'm not going to look at another one of these. I can't open this book again. And then I will. So they need to sell those books. Someone (laughs) needs to buy them. I don't know who, but please, someone come go and buy those because I don't want to keep looking at them. (laughs) So is that like your anti-swoon of the week where you're like, please let me stop looking at this? Yes, it's my anti-swoon. It's my prayer to a higher power. (laughs) <laughs> Please give me the power to stop looking at these Russian prison tattoo books when I go to the bookstore in Brooklyn. Yeah. And then we also have some reviews. Oh, yeah. We got uh, some I I want to say iTunes, but it's Apple podcast reviews. But we got one from Great Britain, which we're always excited. Oh, we did? How did? So, uh, uh, oh. uh, chart, chartable. Oh, what? How interesting. Okay, great. This is news to me. Yeah. I can't wait to hear it. We can find them on Chartable. So we, we can only okay. get the American ones on our iTunes, but we we have we actually have 481 ratings overall, which is great. And those mm-hmm. don't all show up because they in the American version because they are from other countries. But right. we got one from Sarah's five seven seven three three two, and they say, "Love this podcast, Aaron Clayton. You guys are great. Clayton has such a lovely voice. I only just discovered you guys, <laughs> and I like to listen in the Clayton gym." Always gets an extra, always gets an extra compliment. I don't think I haven't noticed. Everybody, I, I've noticed. Listen, they understand how fragile my ego is. <laughs> they know that you don't need it. They, yeah. they know that I need any any kind words that I can get. 
So they say, I only just discovered you guys, and I like to listen in the gym. Pretty sure people think I'm strange when I'm giggling to myself on the squat rack. I just listened to the ep on the way to the wedding, and I'm pretty sure it's my favorite Bridgerton, too. Oh, and I am 100% a cam girl. I only really read historicals, but I'm going to have to start listening to the reviews of all the books I haven't read slash won't read just so I don't have to stop listening. Guys, I think it's time to read The Ravenels, surely. Pre, please. (laughs) Great review. Thank you so much. We love that you're using us to get hyped up to do your, your squats. That really excites me that we can motivate somebody like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's, I, I think Ravenels are in the future, but I don't, I can't say when, right? I mean, we don't have anything right. planned. I'm not hiding anything or teasing anything, but eventually we're going to get to, we're going to get to all clay pass. It seems like. We are going to end up at, with all the clay pass. I'm just thinking for the Ravenels, it's like, is it better to do if we just do them like all in a row or is it better to do them like we do new species or we kind of just pepper them in? Yeah, let us know. Email us, obviously. Let us know how you would prefer because really we want to do them, but we want to do them in the way that our fans can digest them the best. Because I also think that we might get fatigued if we do them one after the other and not give them the respect and the the time that they deserve. That might be my thought on it. That's my thought as well. Yeah, we'll put our heads together and see what we can come up with. But but you know, long long explanation short, we we we'll do them. We are. The Ravenels are in our future 100% and it's just going to be a matter of figuring out how exactly to do them. And then we but, then we got another review Oh, from Boo Boo Birdie, Maximum Cozy Content. And they say, I'm loving the Witchy Reads episodes. Also, I didn't think the pod could possibly give me more cozy vibes than it already does. But the Bake Off episodes on Patreon are peak comfort content. This is such a great review because not only does it Mm -hmm. give us, uh, you know, great compliments, it also plugs our Patreon. Yeah. Which we we are behind on Bake Off, but that's because you were in La La Land having some fun, hanging out with friends. We're going to do the last two episodes at some point, and we're going to post it. Yeah, it's really fun. I've been loving doing that. But then we were also talking today about kind of the other things that we have planned for the Patreon, which are pretty exciting. Possibly reading some book exclusives for the Patreon featuring a certain favorite hero of Clayton's. Um, possibly doing other kind of media shows and um, and films and stuff and, and reviewing those as well. So there's a lot coming up that I think is going to be a lot of fun. So if you haven't joined the Patreon, you're probably going to want to. Yeah. And, and you guys have been great. I mean, the amount of people who've joined has been awesome. And and we are just blown away. We're totally blown away by how how everybody has responded to it. And hopefully we can grow it. And we're we are excited to it's really motivated us to to want to give you guys added extra content. So fine. So so should we talk about our next book? Oh, yeah. Let's 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 not bury the lead. This is an exciting one. This is a huge one. We have been talking about doing this one for a while. And finally, we decided no time like the present to do it. And after all the discussion about the Ravenels, we are going back to 
clay past land, but we're not going to visit the Ravenels. Instead, we're going right to the beginning of the Wallflowers. Uh, and next week, we are reading Again the Magic by our one true queen, Lisa Claypass. Yes. And so it is Wallflowers number zero. <laughs> so it's like the prequel to the Wallflowers. Nice. I'm very excited for this. Back to historicals. Mm-hmm. And this also uh, has one of the best secondary romances I think I've ever read. I know Sarah McLean agrees because um, I took her intro to romance writing class last Saturday. Oh, I saw. Okay, I saw that. uh, I saw that and I was like, should I do that? I I really did think about doing it. But I was like, oh, my God, you should have. Yeah, I think she's going to do it again. And the fact that she is only charging $50 for it is such a steal because she gives it's so good. She gives you so much information. It's like over two hours. Like she she we know her to be a wealth of information and knowledge. And she's so kind and the way that she and so engaging you know, it's just invaluable. I think if you have even an inkling that you ever might want to write a romance novel, you should definitely sign up. Or if you just really love the genre, sign up because you'll learn so much. I I really loved it. Yeah, Clayton, 100% you should have done it. But next time. Yeah, oh, next time. Absolutely. I'd love to do it next time. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but I just uh, remember that because she did mention that during the during the session about how much she loved this secondary romance. So, Oh, great. Yeah. All right, guys. So that's it. So we're going back to clay pass. We have been away from her for way too long. Oh yeah. Cause I think th- the last time we read her was the wallflowers. Right. And that was so long ago. Oh, it can't be. That's so long ago. Anyway, so we're happy to be back. Uh, we're happy to be back online. We promise to pay our bills. Like, listen, at least for another year, we, we won't promise to bills. pay our bills. <laughs> yeah, we promise to pay our bills. If you do want to join our Patreon, it is in the link below. If you want to email us your tattoo stories or book suggestions or tattoo book suggestions or anything at all, or how you think we should best read the Ravenels. These are all things we are crowdsourcing. Yes. Um, you can email us at learningthetropespodcast at gmail.com. Um, and then we are on Instagram at Learning the Tropes and on Twitter at Learning Tropes. We have our Facebook group, the Facebook Learning the Tropes Troop. And finally, we have merch as well, which you can click uh, below if you want to get a onesie or a sweatshirt or a mask or anything with our logo on it. Yep. And then TikTok. Annie runs our TikTok. And then Annie runs our TikTok. Which literally anything could be happening on right now. Right. We don't look there much. I do, actually. I check it out every once in a while. You, you're you not allowed on TikTok. I don't have I've access. Heard. Yeah, I don't have access. Yeah, yeah. All right, Aaron. Well, that um, that's it, right? Nothing left to say, <laughs> but happy reading, right? Happy reading, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.